Hey, I'm Barry. And I'm Colton. And today on KingCast, we are excited to bring you into our conversation. Don't forget to like, share, and follow us. And let's get started and jump in with today's topic. Hey, welcome. Today on KingCast, we're going to hit the topic, Dead Man Walking. I'm going to read out of uh, Galatians 2.20. I'm going to read in the Passion Translation here first. Um, and then Barry's going to follow up with the King James. So 2.20. Uh, my old identity has been co-crucified with the Messiah and no longer lives. For the nails of his cross crucified me with him. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine. For the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine. Cool. And the older translation reads, uh, reads this way. Paul said, uh, Therefore I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And he said, the life I now live in this flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. And even though Paul lived in the world, right, he had to do the things everyone else does in the world. I mean, he had to take care of his family. He had to, you know, eat. He, you know, he had to fulfill his calling. If he had a business, he would have to look after it. Mm -hmm. But he says, I do this from the position of being crucified mm -hmm. with Christ. I do everything that I do uh, from the position of living with Christ through me mm -hmm. to others and to everything that I do. Yeah, um, so that's an interesting word, that crucified. Cru yeah, exactly. Yep. It's like, to me, it, is, it means you actually went through something. Mm -hmm. right? When we look at Jesus' uh, death on, on the cross, he went through a lot before he actually died. Right. Mm -hmm. And and of course can't compare it to our lives, but we when we crucify the flesh or live for Christ, there are some things that we've got to go through to bring ourselves kind of in subjection to uh, the word of God and to being a believer and being a Christian. Yeah. Right. It literally means to be put to death. Yeah. So what does that look like in your life then to say I've been crucified with Christ? Mm-hmm. How do you live your life after that? As a dead man walking, as we're talking about. Right. So are you dead now and you're useless yeah. or what does that mean yeah. to be crucified and dead to your old ways? Well, you're dead to your old ways. Exactly. That's the right word. And to your old thinking. Mm. Right. And um, I mean, w once you're dead, you don't react the same way. So there's certain areas or parts of your life that you're completely different because it's been crucified. Yeah. Right. I think we laughed about this a little bit earlier. Like if you're crucified and someone slaps you, you don't slap them back. Yeah. Because you're dead. <laughs> right. And so some of those areas that would be our old way of thinking or some of those areas of our old way of doing things. Mm -hmm. Right. They're crucified and we don't react the same way. Mm -hmm. So you put on a new way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And where does that new way of thinking then come from? Like. Right. Yeah, so it comes from, like Paul says, um, it's not I living, but Christ liveth in me, right? And so, you know, there's that combination again between the Word of God, mm -hmm. right, and living what Christ placed on the inside of you um, uh, uh, on this life. And I really like the last part of it in the King James, too, and I'm, I'm not sure what your uh, translation said, but it says, and gave his life for me. 
Paul made it personal. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Jesus died for a denomination yeah. or Jesus died for a religion or a religious yeah. cause. Political says, view. Yeah, he <laughs> says God or Jesus gave his life for me, right? He made it personal. Yeah. Yeah, I like where he says to, um, so now we're dead to our old way, old way of thinking, our old patterns. And I just think um, sometimes we can hear that. Even for myself, I can read that and think I'm dead um, to just the bad things I used to do. Right. Is that it? Is that just it? When he said you're crucified, do you think he was just saying you're crucified now to the bad things? So stop drinking, stop, um, you know, whatever, going to those parties, stop smoking, stop cussing. Is that all that he meant when you're crucified with him, that yeah. you're dead to those things? Uh, I mean, and that, that'll be, you'll be dead to those things. That's yeah. part of it. Yeah. But also, um, if we just bring the relationship we're supposed to have with Christ into our natural relationships, mm-hmm. right? We can see that if we're married, we gave up some things yeah. that weren't necessarily bad, but we gave up some things so that our relationships would be um, good. Our yeah. relationships would be more in harmony. And I think that's the same thing with Christ. He's like, there's some things maybe that, you know, we, we can't call them sin if you want, or, yeah. or, or really bad things or anything, but you need to give up some things. Mm-hmm. I don't know, most of us, I think, I know I always struggle with, you know, shut the television off and yeah. open the Word of God up, right? Television's not a sin, but if it takes away from that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now it's like, it's Christ living in you. So it's almost about, like, your the analogy of a marriage, like, you then take your your mind and your eyes off of what you can get and you place it yeah, on what you can give right. to the other person. Exactly. So more so like so saying we're dead to ourself is really dying to those selfish desires, whether they're good or bad, and and saying, I live now for Christ. And I think uh Romans Six says it well, passionately answer God's call and keep yielding your body to him as one who has now experienced resurrection life. So again, you've died, but now you've experienced this life. Mm -hmm. Uh, You live now for his pleasure, ready to be used for his purpose. Remember this, sin will not conquer you for God already has. You are not governed by the law, but governed by the reign of grace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think... When Paul said, therefore I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, it's not like he was actually on the cross with Jesus, yeah. right? But he is saying, I live Christ through me. And those exactly what you just said is that's where I'm living from. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Christ died physically, we died spiritually. Mm-hmm. Christ raised physically, we were raised spiritually. spiritually. Now Christ is seated in the heavenlies physically, mm-hmm. and we are seated with him spiritually. Right. Yeah. There's another scripture that I that I like, First Corinthians six twenty. It says, For you are bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. For you are bought at a price, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody really looks at that word price a lot of times and we worship God because of the price he paid. We 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 honor him, we want to do our best because of the price we paid. But sometimes I think the word that kind of jumped off the page of me when I looked at this just a, a little while ago is, we are bought. Mm. We are bought. We are purchased. That might even sound controversial, right? 
oh, Jesus bought us? What do you mean, Jesus bought us? And Jesus is saying, I died that you might enjoy this life of salvation. Sure, we're going to all be together in, in, in heaven, but if you want to enjoy uh, me, you want to enjoy the kingdom of God and all the things that uh, are, are included in that, he said, right, enjoy your salvation, but, but you know, be a living testimony, mm. right? You're bought with a price, right? When, if I buy something, who does it belong to? me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the Bible says you are bought at a price. So Jesus is not owning you in the sense of, um, you know, he's just dictating to you everything you got to do, but he's saying that there is some ownership there in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, be a child of God. I really like the, uh, uh, the, like the term, express me on the earth, right? Yeah. I think that's what Jesus really wants us to do is I've purchased you with my blood, now express me on the earth to others, mm -hmm. right? Let others see in your relationships and everything um, that you're going through every day or wherever you might be, express me to others, right? And so that takes some crucifying. Yeah. Yeah, I think like if I was in my mind, in my mortal mind thinking, what does that look like? Um, I think it's, it's honestly like uh, an employer situation, Right. Like where you have this boss who runs a company and you come in and you you work for the company, you now represent what that company is trying to push. And I don't just come in and do my own thing and make up what I think the company should do. I'm in partnership with the boss and I can run recommendations by him, but ultimately it's what he decides. Mm -hmm. And so in my walk with Jesus, it's like, it's like that in a sense where you're saying, um, yeah, so I, I, in partnership, I've, I've died to what I'm trying to do. And in partnership with him, um, I can, I, I'm living out and doing what he's asked me to do. Right. I still have say, I still have, I can exactly. come in and say, is it all right to do this or, you mm -hmm. know, um, but ultimately it comes down to what he desires for me or exactly. what his purpose is. And if you keep all these scriptures in context, you know, a lot of them, they're talking about the, the law, right? Mm -hmm. Fulfilling the law. And so you, we need to be careful that we don't now make a law. Out of yeah, this. exactly. So trying to make a lot of keeping Jesus happy. Well, he bought me with a price, so I have to do this. Yeah. And I have to do this. And now it becomes a work. Yeah. Right. And if you uh, really look at people's salvations, they kind of go downhill when you get into works, right? Yeah. That relationship seems to get wider apart that rather than closer together when you start doing everything because it's a work, right? And you and me, we're both in ministry, so it's easy to fall into that works category, mm -hmm. right? So we've got to do, we better do this. We better make these podcasts because mm -hmm. Jesus will be happy, right? <laughs> yeah. And see, I think that's what he was saying to the Galatians here, Paul's saying, um, because he's come in and they've given their life over. They've died to their old ways. And then Paul goes, um, he, he sort of rebukes them. And he goes, so why then would you foolishly turn from living in the spirit by trying to finish by your own works? Yeah, going back into the natural or into the flesh. like Paul Yeah. Said, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's such a natural human response mm -hmm. to just always turn back to Give me the rules. Tell me what I can do. Tell me what I can't do. And I'll just try and do those things. Yeah. And usually it's to please the person that gave you the rules. Yeah. So we want to look good in their eyes. And yeah. sometimes we think, man, if we do this, we'll look good in God's eyes. And, you know, I always, um, I always say or I always think, you know, God's, 
not that impressed with our words and he's not that impressed with our actions. I mean, he's God. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we think we can impress him with these things and he's just like, just be my child, right? Yeah. Jesus is just like, be my expression on the earth or be my testimony and, and live from your heart. Do mm. things because you love me, right? Mm -hmm. You do things for your wife or our, I do things for my wife because we love them, mm -hmm. you know? So... Here's something that I would say in my Christian walk, my short Christian walk, and this is a really good reminder, honestly, to always come back to, is that whole, we've died to ourselves. we've died to ourself. Um, and, and so here in Romans uh, 13, the end, it says, uh, verse 14, don't waste even a moment's thought on your former identity to awaken its selfish desires. Um, Sounds like it could come back to life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's it's been a good reminder to always keep that in mind. Like, I'm, I've died to my old self. I'm alive now in Christ. Mm -hmm. And and just even um, battling sometimes those thoughts of like, oh, I remember back then this felt really good and i start to relive those thoughts mm -hmm. and move back towards that towards that instead of away from it and it's not always a bad thing right there could be bad things where you could move back to past addictions or whatever but there is also times in my life where i've thought um this is the best walk i had with christ at this time and in a sense, I move back into an old wineskin or an old, um, just the old identity, thinking that it'll, it'll give me life in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, and I've been saved a little longer, and I can tell you that nobody's ever going to completely just hit the mark every mm -hmm. time. We are going to digress at times. Yeah, we're going to sin at times. <laughs> yeah. We're going to miss the mark at times, right? And I think that's uh, also why Paul says, I, I do not frustrate or confuse the grace of God. Mm. For, uh, uh, for if righteousness came by the law, then Christ is dead and uh, died, in, in, or died in vain, mm. right? So we still have forgiveness. Yeah. Christ is not uh, ruling us with, with his rod of iron. He's yeah. like, like, when you miss it, just repent. Let's get back on track. Let's mm -hmm. just keep going. Every day is a new day. Let's just move forward, right? Because if you get to the place where you think you're never going to miss it, that's when you're going to miss it. Yeah. The biggest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like what Paul says, um, again, in, in Romans, where he says, um, so if my behavior contradicts my desire to do good, mm -hmm. I must conclude that it's not my true identity doing it but the unwelcome intruder of sin hindering me from being who I really am. So who you really are is alive in Christ and those desires that you to do good, to be good, to speak good are your true identity. And right. sometimes the old man, if you're not careful, comes back in. And like you said, you, it rears its head. You're, you're not always going to be perfect. But it's under it's quickly understanding that, quickly repenting, and quickly turning back to yep. who God is. And yeah, repent and just realize, oh, I missed it there. Yeah, right? Paul and, and and a number of writers always said, 
put on the new man, right? Yeah. Why was he reminding people? Like the, the New Testament is written to Christians. Why is he always, you know, the epistles? Mm. Why is he always reminding people in the church, put on the new man, put on the new man? Because it's mm -hmm. almost like we can sometimes leave him behind or take him off, so to speak, for yeah. a season of our life for, for a few hours even. And then yeah. I was like, wait a minute, right? I need to put him back on because this is who I really am and this is who really Christ made me to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That's not an easy thing to do. No. That's why I use the word crucified. Yeah. Right? And promise it's going to be an easy thing. In that definition, it's telling you there's gonna, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Like I said, we're we're not going to be crucified uh, on a cross, or we weren't like Jesus, but, you know, sometimes just getting over things, addictions, yeah. and the things from the past, and yeah. our thinking, right? Yeah. Sometimes we dig up things that happened before we're, we were saved and think, man, we're just not good enough. Uh, yeah. God can't bless me, or God can't use me, because, mm -hmm. man, I just really messed up. Yeah. And uh, Paul is saying, whoa, 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 that's the old man, that's the old thinking. Yeah. Put on the new man, created in right Christ Jesus. Mm. The thought we really want to get across uh, uh, to you that there are some things in your life that you just need to look at and think, you know, that is just not expedient for me to do. Those are an expedient, that's not going to help me, that's going to hinder me more. And begin to look to Christ on the inside of you to help you change, mm -hmm. to help you become everything that you can become. Everything that you desire on the inside of you is from God. The good things, the things that the destinies and the purposes he has uh, for you on the inside of you, those things then, then just appear out of anywhere. They appeared because the Spirit of God is on the inside of you. So, yeah, glad you could join us, and we're going to see you next time.